Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith. Joined, as always, by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Well, not always, but you know, most of the time you're, you're joined by me, right? Good amount of the time, I would say, yeah. a higher percentage than maybe most. Exactly, but you know, not all. Let's not say all the time, you know. But yeah, here I am. That's We're right. Having fun. That is yeah. you. The early days of Dork. The uh, the the people that go all the way back to like the summer of 2015 with us, they would remember more of a rotating cast. A, yeah, a podcast by committee, as we really like was. call it. Yeah, and then yeah. you know that never works. So we had to we had to clear that up, but. Uh, everybody was great, and uh, we have decided to move onward and upward, Ryan. Yeah, and onward know. more than upward, but onward for sure. On anyway, yeah, it's yeah. another week. It's <laughs> another week. It's another episode. It's a new episode too. We're not throwing the old best of at you. No, nah, we're not going to do that. We try not to do that all the time. But is that uh, the, is that the death knell for any band if they put out a greatest hits of. album? Are they done? Probably. Like, how many more hits do you add to it once you've already created that? Well, they always, like the Beatles had like a volume one, volume two of like greatest hits. Yeah. So that's I true. Know. I think Billy Joel a little had like bit four different. greatest hits albums. You know who has got a good greatest hits album? Who's that? Marilyn Manson. Is it like just his first CD? No, he's got a lot of hits. <laughs> you're, you're a lot of singles. You're probably not thinking of. You're like, oh shit, that was right. That was a good you know one. That was him. You know what? I I had this argument with you back in the day. The yeah. first minute of Beautiful People is balls to the wall. Awesome, great track. The, the next three minutes of that song suck. There's, I think there's a lot, mostly ups in that song. Okay. Not as many Agreed Beautiful people. Would you say top 10 song you've ever heard? No. Top 12? No. 14? Please. please. <laughs> All right. Might squeak in the top 100. Ooh, that'd be good. I'd like to hear Ravy Von Davies' top 100 songs of all time. Of all time? Of all time. Oof. It's like it changes by the, line, the day, though. You know? it, it changes by the fucking day. It changes by the minute. Not only that, do like, do you add? Do you have to add like Beethoven and like Mozart into that too? Because if you if don't, we're doing like you don't have to do anything. Okay. <laughs> do you know what my favorite song is right now? What is it? If I if you guess it, I'll drive to your house right now and give you a thousand dollars. I don't know. Knowing you, something by like Shine Down or something. It is not something by Shine Down. Thank you very much. My tastes have <laughs> matured since then. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's actually a Billy Joel song. Oh, whoa. Yeah, nobody in a million years would have fucking been able to guess it. What is your favorite song not, right now? What do you think? So now that I've told you it's Joel, what do you think my favorite song is? It better not be We Didn't Start the Fire. No, it is Down Easter Alexa. Oh, what a great song. I love that song. I For the last week, week and a half, I've listened to it two, three times a day. Yeah, yo, right? I love that song. It yeah, is it's a good awesome. Song. Anyway... That's a little bit about me. We try not to get too personal here on the podcast. What a, what a sad <laughs> song about the plight of the Northeastern fishermen. 
You know, it really is. I love his line about uh, he can't sell his stripers. He wants to eat. <laughs> yeah, well, striped bass is all right, I guess. Yeah, he's having a hard time moving stripers, yeah. but he was out. You know, he was like going to Nantucket. You know, the whole thing. It's a whole. It's a whole big deal. It's he's trying to get thing. that buy a fucking boat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who knew a song about buying a boat would be such a hit? But <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. It's a good Ryan. tune. All right, what do you say we get to the news? Let's hit it. This is, I don't know if this is news, Ryan, but this, I guess it's just official. It's finally official. Uh, Marvel Netflix, or Netflix specifically, canceled all of their Marvel shows with the exception of The Punisher and Jessica Jones. Mm -hmm. And this week we got news. The Punisher, done after two seasons. Jessica Jones, which will still release season three at some point this year, but that'll be it. That'll that'll put the uh, the period at the end of the sentence of Marvel Netflix. It does. And I saw a couple um, bigger websites saying, like, breaking news. I'm like, this isn't breaking news. No. Like, we knew this was happening. Like, everyone knew this was happening. I guess the only surprise, well, there is no surprise of this, but that... Jessica Jones didn't even get to air first. I mean, they're they're going right. to air it, so it's not like oh, it's canceled and we'll never see it. Like like they initially said with Dark Phoenix, they're gonna air it. But you know, going in, like Punisher season two, we all we all knew it, but it wasn't official yet. So you're watching right. it, and you're like, could there be? Like, may, might there be? What troubles but, me though about this whole thing is like you look at John Bernthal's post about the Punisher ending, and it seems to him that he's done. Yes, it which does. would be a shame. So I'm surprised. I thought he was going to be an end game. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you imagine him showing up like this huge, like intergalactic thing is going on and just like John Bernthal shows up yeah. with like a pistol and he's like, all right, I'm ready. And they're like, yeah. what are you and he's doing? he's just like grunting. And they're like, like what are you doing? What's your power? Yeah. Like, oh, oh. You're, you're essentially Ben Stiller in Mystery Men. Your superpower is <laughs> you're just angry all the time. No, he's a good shot too. He's, he's a, a good very shot. good shot. Highly like trained. Hawk, like yeah. Hawkeye, but worse. Yeah. But he's more of a badass. But yeah, so none of those characters. And it's weird because those shows, I mean, we're, we're in our own little comic book bubble, but Daredevil does really well. Even like Iron Fist, as far as like, you'll see at the end of the year, Netflix will say like what their most watched shit is. And the Marvel yeah. ones are always in the top 10. They're always in the top 10. And I think we talk about this. I think a lot of the stuff going is going to go to Disney Plus and maybe we'll just get so. moved over there. Yeah. Or Disney X. Is that's that what we calling it? No, but when Shime was on, he was saying how he thinks there's going to be a adult Disney channel, what? which obviously my mind doesn't. <laughs> I can't let that slip. Go to some very so, dark places when you hear that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, some of the Disney sh- uh, movies had some X-rated material in there, as we all know. But yeah, the Little what Mermaid the big, was uh, ripe. Big... The Little Mermaid cover was ripe with dicks. Just a huge dingus, right? In the <laughs> Everywhere castle. you turn. You could you couldn't spit without hitting a dick in uh, the and that wasn't even cover. like that wasn't even like they were trying to hide it. Like once you knew it was there, that's all you saw. You're like, oh my god, look at all these penises, absolute everywhere. rocket right in the middle of the castle. <laughs> <laughs> but then there was the stuff in Aladdin. There's the stuff in Lion King. There's all yes. kinds of stuff. There's all, there's a little tips of the cap to the perverts out there. Oh, like, hey, yeah, little, hey uh, gang, little nod, little wink. And but a this nod. sucks. This does suck because. 
Punisher was good. Jessica Jones. Well, Jessica Jones. <laughs> sorry, I can't. I can't stop thinking about that Little Mermaid cover now. Please, I'm, can, can all you the. <laughs> There's like a dozen dicks on there. It's like <laughs> American Vandal season one. Who drew the dicks? Like I'm saying, but did. like the thing that got me was like the one in the dead center, like dead nuts, yeah. like right above their head in the castle had like veins on it. Like oh, it wasn't yeah. even like sneaky. Uh, that was a meaty <laughs> son of a gun. <laughs> I think it was ready for action. <laughs> but <laughs> continue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you don't have to. We can, we can park right here if you want. We can, <laughs> <laughs> we can just discuss this for the next 45 minutes. Yeah, I got nowhere else to go. If you, want, is, if you want to take a detour down the Little Mermaid cover, that's fine by me. No, I don't. I don't. I can pull it up on the old interwebs here and get a real good description for you. Oh, man. <laughs> we could do we could do a whole episode on, on the Little Mermaid. We could. Because there's some stuff. There's some stuff in there. Because there's the one in Aladdin, which... I've heard mixed things on, but I think if you slow it down, it's the one that says, doesn't it say something like all good teenagers take off their clothes. Something like that. Like he's trying, like Raja's coming up, like the tiger's yeah. like, and he's like whispers something into the microphone. And like, yeah. The other it's one weird. too is like when uh, Mufasa Lion King. falls in the Lion yeah. King, like the dust that comes up says sex. Yeah. <laughs> and then you had How in the Little Mermaid again, the little fat priest had like an erection, like for oh, one he was, frame. He was rock hard. Yeah. yeah. During the nuptials. <laughs> This, and there's this whole thing. Like, yeah, that movie's terrible. But think about how, how stupid, like, like, yeah, like the animation guy. He's like, I've, I put sex in there. It's like, you what? Like he told, no, his, well, he, he told like the person in the, like the thing next to him that he did that. And they're like, why? Yeah. He's like, cause. <laughs> He's like Tyler Durden in Fight Club when yeah. he puts in the fucking random <laughs> sex scene in the movie. And they're like, yeah. I just, nah, wait a minute. Yes. <laughs> But that's that. So anyway, I think it sucks about uh, Marvel it's too Netflix. Because overall, bad there was more good than bad in all those series. So uh, Yeah. I think Jessica Jones season two was a lot more bad than good. But on the whole, I think all of those those shows did a really nice job. Yeah, because I think you had three good Daredevil seasons. You had mm-hmm. two good Punisher seasons. You had a good Jessica Jones season. And I honestly enjoyed the second Iron Fist season. I didn't mind the second Iron <laughs> Fist season. Yeah. I, um, and the Defenders the- was okay. As a mini series. Yeah, the only dumps were Jessica Jones 2, Iron, Iron, Fist, Fist, one. One. Iron Fist 1. Yeah. Those were the out and out dumps. So mm. we'll see what happens with Jessica Jones Season 3. No release date yet, but they said 2019. So hold on to your hats. <laughs> Ryan, this is a weird one. There's going to be a Breaking Bad movie. It's going to be a sequel to Breaking Bad. It's going to star Aaron Paul as Jesse Pinkman. Apparently, it's going to originally air on Netflix, and then they're also going to put it on AMC. Which I'm more excited about this, that it's a one-shot movie rather than a series. Yeah, um, I, don't, I would not want to see them bring back a whole season. No, uh, because we already have Saul, which is doing really, really well. I, yeah, Saul's and great. I, I want that show to continue doing well. And what I really want is for this Pinkman movie and Saul to like converge. Like, I want oh, them to, like, find each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, oh, because what the fuck is his name now? He has, like, a name where he's working at the Cinnabon. He's working at the Cinnabon, yeah. Is it Eugene? Something like that, yeah. He has, like, a new name now because somebody calls him something. So, yeah, if he... Or Gene. It's Gene something. Oh, Gene. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's Gene. So, if he interacts with Pinkman. But I just wonder, do do you think more people like the Breaking Bad finale than dislike it? I think it's... I didn't mind it. I thought it was fine. It put a nice bow. I, you know, I, didn't. I thought it was fine. I, I thought it was too much of a happy ending, though. Yeah, it didn't like, if, blow me away. No. And, like, I don't know. I like Jesse Pinkman. 
I kind of, I think it's kind of crazy that he was able to get get out of it, and you know what I mean. And so now, what do you do? Do you do you let him escape again, or do you actually now you kill him? And then is that going to piss yeah. off a bunch of people? It's kind of like you didn't need a sequel movie. And Jesse, we talked about this. We haven't finished our Breaking Bad series yet, but just what happens to him? Like yeah. what? A, a lot of it in the beginning, he brings it upon himself, but then he just becomes like this absolute like whipping boy for everyone. You know, yeah, he gets and porked. It, yeah, and so it'd be nice to. It, it was nice at the end to see him get away. Uh, if you haven't seen that, it's that's a spoiler, but whatever. Well, so the, the idea that the movie. I feel like we can talk about it because the movie is coming out, and so you. He's alive. <laughs> if, the, Surpre- if the Jesse yeah. Pinkman so, sequel movie would lead you to believe that he made it, he's alive. Or you know, what if he goes back and you know helps out Walt's family? You know, what if him and Skyler Good. reconcile yeah. and you know gets them back on their feet you know that there's there's a lot of things my head started spinning and like where they're going with this uh-huh you know so hopefully they bring back some heavy hitters in there too hopefully so, Kirk's involved and that'll be a good thing too so that it, once once we get an announced date for that that that'll make us also go back and finish our breaking bad series too yeah you know we should do that good. like leading up to that we should do we should finish yeah. that and, yeah for sure uh, one sure. of the best TV shows right now, in fact, maybe the best TV show as voted on by Hashtag Dork for 2018 is Barry on HBO starring Bill Hader. Season two has a premiere date and it is March 31st, so we don't have to wait too long for Barry. Don't have to wait too long for that. And it's going to be a nice, again, a nice little thing we have bef- after Thrones to watch. Yeah, well, it's going to start, it's gonna start two before. Week, two weeks before Thrones. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll probably go like. Two weeks after, too. Then a nice companion piece there yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And uh, I also heard that this season is the last season of Silicon Valley. I think that's probably for the best. Probably for the best. Yeah, put that bad boy out to the pasture. Yep. So I think these are all, all these shows are going to be running into each other, which is oh, good. Very good. Mm-hmm. John Mulaney is hosting SNL on March 2nd. I feel like he just hosted. He, yeah, but he was so good. They he just, was like, really, really good. He was really good. And that, which leads me to my, my last thing here, Ryan, is. The Oscars are this Sunday, hence what our topic du jour is. But the Oscars are this Sunday, and for the first time in like 30 years, they're doing it without a host. And one of the rumors that was going around was maybe John Mulaney and Nick Kroll, which would have been awesome. That would have been great. But what do you think of the no I think the no host thing is outrageous. Well, not so fast. Oh. Uh, just as a quick plug. I was going to do this at the end, but you, you, um, uh, the Davey family, Team, team Rye. Oh, that's right. Because my wife's name is also Ryan. Um, the Ryan's Davey. We will be watching and commenting on the Oscar, Oscars as they happen on Twitch. Good. We're going to need it, Ryan, We're because we've got nothing else. There's no, there's, no, there's no witty host that can, can you know, let you know what's going on or maybe per- perhaps poke fun at a celebrity. And here's my plan. I, I'm yeah. going to be wearing a, a, a coat and tie. Smart. I'm be dressed up to the nines. Good. Sans pantalones. Oh, Porky Pig in it. And Porky, yeah, absolutely. Because no, one no one's going to be able to see. <laughs> no pants. I no love pants. it. No pants. Now, not to, be, not, to be, not to be crass, but is your wife going to be wearing the same outfit? Uh, yet to be seen. Okay. Yep. Right. You'll never know. <laughs> so Tune in teaser. and find out. There you go. There's a big, <laughs> big tease right there. <laughs> a real teaser. Yeah. Will Davey's wife wear pants for the Tune big Twitch stream? <laughs> You're going to be banned from Twitch, I have a feeling. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? They're just going to kick it's you right off of there. Real weird. <laughs> <laughs> Anything for a few more viewers, you yeah, know. Let's get whatever, those viewers. get those subs. Whatever it takes. Did you also notice that the Oscars announced, or there was an announcement that like four or five of the shit awards they were gonna do during the commercials, and, and there was like such a backlash. They're like, we're just a, kidding. We're gonna put those back on the show. Yeah. Don't well, worry. the thing is, is like, 
yeah, like we, you get like your big name actors up there and whatever, but the people who actually make the movie, like editors and special effects people, were like, ah, fuck them. We're just going to have this in the commercial. Right. You know, like, <laughs> screw those like, guys. It's like, we kind of get it. Like, we know it's a long night. Like, anybody who's going to watch these guys all sniff their own farts, like, we get it. Like, I haven't seen half the movies. I still watch all the goddamn thing. They go up there. They they talk about how important their work is. I get it. That's fine. So if you ever once want to get like a weirdo who's in cinematography, great. I'll watch. I don't care. It's the same shit. I mean, I just don't get where like things like sound editing and mixing are two completely separate categories. Like they shouldn't. Yeah, be. that's that is frustrating. They usually hit. They usually bang those out back to yeah. back though. <laughs> And then some gargoyle from the balcony has to come down to accept his award. And then he's like, <laughs> some guy's been locked pal. in an editing room forever. <laughs> like, you knew I was going to win. Why am I way up here? It's like, it's sworn to secrecy, sir. Please get, hustle back to your his seat. His acceptance speech is like, they haven't fed me in months. <laughs> no one's refilled my water. <laughs> well, the sound was great. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much, sir. The sound was great. We, you know what we need is a sound editor and a mixer for the podcast. Don't we ever. Oh, my God. That would be I mean, nice. We've stepped up our game significantly, but. Yeah. You know, not, There's just always, a, a peek behind the curtain. Um, yeah. We so recently, you know, you and I both participated in the, the movie draft, which will be out shortly from, yes. the Mac, from the Mac and Goose. Next week. And Goo was having a hell of a time trying to corral us. He's yeah, telling we were, us we're, we're peeking, we're, guys not to were, laugh guys into the microphone. He was very upset. Peas, screaming a lot of hollering on that episode. Oh, yeah, so. you could tell he was kind of losing his marbles a little bit. So oh, big hey. up to Goo for editing all that. Shout out. Shout out to Goo, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan, should we get to your news? I guess. It's time for Davey's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, what do you have? Well, you know, the world has been, you know, as we said last week, you know, Apex Legends has just completely run away with Killing anything it. that's going on right now. It's super fun, um, and they're just keeping it. They're not trying to do too much too quickly. Um, they said they're going to do crossplay. They said they're going to do new maps, which is great. I'm glad, you know, new characters might be on the way, a la Overwatch. Awesome. You know, um, but right. right now people are just having fun, so let the kids, let the kids have fun. Let Meanwhile, them, Let them have a good time. Let them have a good time. They like it. Keep liking it. Um, mm. and hopefully this uh, is the end of Fortnite. Um, personally speaking, <laughs> yes. Um, so the other news, you know, these two big games that came out, um, for other, so we have Crackdown three, which is a Microsoft Xbox exclusive. I don't know if you played the original crack, uh, Crackdown I don't think the, I did. I don't think I did play Crackdown. It's basically like, you're like this super cop. And okay. It's like Grand Theft Auto. It's kind of like a sandbox game, and you're like jumping nimbly, bimbly from building to oh, yeah. building. And, and that sounds it's, right. Yeah. It's super fun, and this that kind of spawned the um, what do you call it? The whatever. Um, it doesn't matter, but um, I got a it. series of other games um, that I can't think of right off the top of my head, and people are going to crush me for it. But it's fine. Oh, they are going to uh, absolutely Saints Row. take Saints it Row. down. Saints Row. Oh, Saints Row. Yeah. I did play that. Wasn't wild about it. Yeah. So it's Crackdown is like you're the cop. You know. You, you know. So it's fine. Um, it's getting smoked right now. Review wise, it's got like a five out of ten on IGN, which for a AAA Ugh. game is like Piss. that's not very good. No. So on the other news, you know, Black Ops uh, Four. You know, they have this new mode called the Grand Heist Operation Grand Heist, which will be available uh, this the, this week. Not to timestamp it, but there's new items and it's a new mode and new maps and. They're bringing one of the operators back, one of the characters back. So Outrider, the one with the bow and arrow. So, I mean, there's, there's all these great things coming towards that. Um, I'm not sure who's playing this game anymore. But yeah, if you like arcade shooters, there, there that is. And I'm just going to sure. just keep this under a minute. You know, we're done. Okay. We're done there. 
There you have it. There you have it. Everybody's playing Apex. That's that under news. a minute. <laughs> That's all the news. It's fit to print, Ryan. There we go. That was probably 60 seconds on the nose. Nice. All right, Ryan, are you ready for the topic du jour? I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. The, oh, the topic du jour. It's the topic of the day. Okay. And okay. Yep, yep. I remember With now. the Oscars coming out this Sunday, as hosted by the Ryan's Davey, we are talking about the best and, Ryan, the worst Oscar winners Specifically for Best Picture. So we're not going to get into, this could be a separate pod for a separate time, what actor or actress or director got snubbed. There are plenty of those. Um, But we're just doing movies. And we'll try to determine what's the best Best Picture winner, what's the worst, worst, worst Best Picture winner. I have not seen all these movies. I, I will put my hand in the air, Ryan. I've not seen all of these movies. Who can? You can't watch everything. You can't watch everything. I've seen... When you look at the list, though, I think I've seen like 75% of these movies. The ones that have won, I've seen a lot of. But once you dig into some of the nominees as well, yeah. I am kind of kind of lose me a little bit. Let's actually start most recent, and then we'll sure. see how, how much time we yep. have. Because we're not going to start with the fucking, you know, Gone with the Wind. Let's, <laughs> so real quick, this year coming out, um, we don't know who won yet, obviously. But Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star Is Born, and Vice are nominated for this week. Uh, going back to 2009, they started nominating like a shitload of movies just to get more people yeah. interested. I put me in the uh, camp of just nominate five movies for Christ's sake. Just five. It's fine. You know, because now need, like eight now. This year was eight. Yeah. I think they have nine some of these years. And it's like, so the ninth best movie is is a best Oscar nominee. Like, get out of here. No, it shouldn't be. You know, I pound sand. 2017, Ryan, the shape of water was the winner. Yes. Personally, which, so I saw this. I saw about half the movies that came out last year that mm-hmm. were nominated. This was a big, this was a nine- count it was the shape of water call me by your name darkest hour dunkirk get out ladybird phantom thread the post three billboards outside of ebbing missouri which i personally would have given it to i think that has more of a best picture feel to it well that's the thing i mean what is what does a best picture mean we could we could you know spin our wheels in this whole thing but like what is a best picture and to me it has to be something that's kind of like all-encompassing it has to be you know from editing to uh, sound mixing, acting, to effects, to acting, you know, all of these story. things, all of these things, yeah, story, all of this, yeah, you, you got me, you beat me to it. Um, <laughs> but I mean, Ryan all of those things story. kind of have to be involved somehow. Um, yeah, it has to have all of that. I also think, and this is maybe my own personal thing, but like looking back on the year, like what movie kind of, do you think are you going to remember the most or what movie do you think like is worth rewatch? I mean, I don't know if rewatching necessarily is the most important thing, but just like that idea, like if you look back, like what was the best picture? It does. It, it brings in a ton of shit together. And part of it is just your very own opinion. But I just feel like three billboards versus the shape of water. If you, if you boiled it down to just those two, I'd be like, yeah, three billboards. That feels like an Oscar winning movie. And to me, I think three billboards was a better acted movie. Yeah. Um, a better Let, well, movie. There was less fish. There was less fish people. Yeah. Which you don't want too many. One is all right. Do you think interspecies sex, there's not enough of it in film? I think in this day and age, we need to allow yeah. for all kinds of inter... I mean... Yeah. There needs to be some sort of humanoid aspect to it, or else we're just beast. We're just 
banging animals. We don't necessarily no, I, need that. Ryan, I said tasteful, and if I didn't, I meant tasteful. Okay. <laughs> now, I said it. If I didn't say it, <laughs> I thought it, and that's what we're going with. And so after I watched The Shape of Water, I was like, well, all bets are off. So then I went to watch Lady Bird, and boy, was I disappointed. Because <laughs> there was none of that. Um, <laughs> there, was there was no just bird sex. Awkward. There was no ladies having sex with birds. No, there was just awkward... That was a good movie too, though. That was a that was a really good movie. That was a really well acted movie. But I didn't think that was like the best picture. Like see, Three I, Billboards was fucking bananas. I thought you had the best actress. I thought you had some of the best actors. I thought the story. Now the story is pretty dark, but and maybe that you know I'm I like that maybe more than everybody else necessarily would. But I thought it was I don't know. It was just really well done. I th- and I thought it was well done. It was well directed, well acted. You know, I for whatever reason though, and you know. The, this I be might be alone in this one, and that's fine. Like I enjoyed Shape of Water more than when I was done with Shape of Water. I was like, oh, that yeah. was that was nice. When I watched Three Billboards, I was like, ugh, like I felt bad. You know, it was true. Heavy, yeah, there's you know? definitely there's definitely a different feel. I mean, you got all kinds of heavy stuff in Three Billboards. Right. Shape of Water is pretty unique. You know, right? And I just enjoyed looking at it. If that not so, just so have, much you, the you have no problem with that as the winner. Uh, no, I because the the argument could be as long as the argument could be made, as long as the people yeah. can be like have a have a well thought out argument. This is why we did this. I'm fine with that. Um, right. It could have gone, and that's the, one of the one of the things that kind of when you put eight movies or nine movies up there, it's like you can make you obviously you can make an argument for for four or five. Yeah, like I would have been cool if it went to three billboards or Shape of Water. I, I couldn't I justify mean, yeah. like I couldn't justify it going to Lady Bird. No, and you know even what I mean? Get Out. Like, Get Out, we enjoyed, but I don't think that was and best And it was good. It was, it was one yeah. of my favorite movies of the year, but right. not one of the best movies of the year. Yeah, it probably was not. You know? Probably was not. I think we need an own category for, like, our favorite movie of the year. That should be All a right, category. All right, so let's do... Let's just... From the nominees, what was your mm-hmm. favorite of the 2017 nominees? Shape of Water. All right, so mine out of this group was... Was Get Out, I would say. Yeah. There you go. So there you go. But three billboards I would have voted for, probably. Yeah, this, is, this is confusing. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Next one. 2016, uh, Moonlight was the winner. Did not see it. Speaking of confusing, yeah, how about really? this, this un, un, unveiling of Best Picture? Yeah, La La Land. Nope. Just kidding. Just kidding. I did Moonlight's not care for La La, La Land. The, here's a clear so what, case. What happened there? Was, was that Warren Beatty who just like... No, so they gave him the wrong envelope. It wasn't him. It wasn't like he Steve Harvey did and said the wrong thing. They actually oh, gave him the wrong envelope. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It wasn't his what fault. A, what a fuck up that was. Yeah. So this was Moonlight, Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, and Manchester by the Sea. See, I saw Moonlight, and it was you know, a little heavy, but it was just unbelievably well done. You know? Yeah. Um, my favorite of these, uh, Hell or High Water, by far. Yeah, me too. But Hell or High Water movie. was Hell or High Water was great. And I it was well acted, movie. and it was like that could have won. I think. Now again, I haven't seen Moonlight, so that's a little bit tricky. But Hell or High Water, I saw, and I saw Manchester by the Sea, which was obviously good. Sad. Oh. I thought Hell or High Water was a better movie, though. See, I feel like Hell or High. I mean, uh, Manchester by the Manchester. Sea was like almost too much. Dude, it was a lot. It's too much. There's a um, lot in there. But again, supremely acted. But but know. so when I look at and I know it, you know it's easier to reflect on a movie that's been out for twenty years and you can compare it to all these movies and and you can you can rewatch it all as many times as you want. But just from like the outside, I haven't seen Moonlight, so this may not be fair for Moonlight. But The Shape of Water, 
Moonlight, even the one that's from 15 and 14, which we're going to get to, like mm-hmm. they don't feel like greatest movies of all time. And when you win Best Picture, it should be on the very short list right away of best movies of all time. You should. But you look at you know this year's crop of nominees, and I don't see any of those standing out as like standing no. the test of time. No, I got I got to watch some more of them this week just so I can have a better sense of it. But no, I don't think that they are like the greatest of all time. Now, like in 1972 when The Godfather came out, mm-hmm. do you think people were like, "Yeah, this is going to be hard to top?" Yeah, I mean, I think when probably that, probably when they came out there, like this is one of the best. This is like Citizen Kane level movie. Like this is one yeah. of the best movies ever made. Yeah, that's true. So 2016, yeah, you would have given it to Hell or High Water. Personally, yeah. I mean, no, yeah. it was one of those movies I was rooting for it, but I knew it wasn't going to yeah. win because yeah. Moonlight had Moonlight had won everything to that point in La La Land. No, that makes so sense. I was definitely like the underdog, but my favorite movie of that year, 2015, it, Spotlight was the winner. Mm-hmm. Also nominated was The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max, Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, and Room. Let me start out by saying The Martian should not have been no. fucking nominated nope. at all. Are you kidding me? Nope. That's a terrible nomination. And not not uh, Room was good. Yeah. Um, I thought uh, Brie Larson was excellent, and the kid in the movie was that right. excellent, but not the best movie in any shape or form. Right, right. Yeah, that was like one that's like really well acted, but doesn't mean it needs to be. Yeah. Um, Spotlight, I thought was fine. Like, I didn't think it, it was, was good. great. Um Big Short, I did not like. Big Short, Mad was, Max was Mad, Mad Max, Max was, was fun, awesome. That was pretty sweet, but like I don't, I didn't think it was going to win Best Picture. No, I never thought that was going to win Best Picture, but shit, when that movie's on, I watch it. I stop um, what I'm doing and I watch that movie. All right, so this is the be- this is the way we're going to do it. I think let's just we'll rip through by decade, and then yep. that way we can say best movie of the decade, worst movie of the decade. Yeah, let's do that. Let's speed. That's this probably up. the easiest way to do it. Uh, so for 2014, Birdman won. Also nominated, American Sniper, Boyhood, The Grand Budapest Hotel, The Imitation Game, Selma, The Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. I really like Whiplash. I, yeah, I bet you did, M- Music Man. <laughs> Birdman? Like, no thanks. No I thanks. saw it. No thanks. Really no thanks cool concept. A little too artsy for me. Yeah. 2013, 12 Years a Slave was the winner. Also nominated, American Hustle, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, Gravity, Her, Nebraska, Philomena, and The Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street does not. That's douche porn. That does not that belong in this category. Not a great movie. No. I'm with you. No, no, thank you. Dallas Buyers Club. I thought was a good movie. American Hustle was good. I didn't think it was great. Same with her. I see. Spike Jones is one of my favorite directors. So yeah. So you like her? I love. Yeah. Twelve Years a Slave. I have not seen. So I'll uh, give them that. If they again, want to say that. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not yeah. breaking down the doors it's, to you see know, it. With a lot of these movies too, you have to be in the right frame of mind to watch it and i'm not a lot of the time you know what i mean yeah some of these like historical ones or some of these like really heavy stuff yeah, yeah. you're like uh uh so 2012 argo was best picture also nominated amour beast of the southern wild django unchained les miserables life of pi lincoln silver linings playbook zero dark 30 that's good i'll take argo is a good movie uh, so we have two more years for this. Uh, 2011, The Artist won. Good fucking grief. Yeah. Uh, the Descendants, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. The Help, Hugo, Midnight in Paris, Moneyball, the, li- the Tree of Life, and War Horse. Yeah, not a great year. Holy shit. Because everyone's like, The Artist is the worst. But you're like, well, what should have beaten that? None. That's a terrible None year of them. for movies. And then 2010, 
The King's Speech was the winner. It beat out 127 Hours, Black Swan, The Fighter, Inception, The Kids Are All Right, The Social Network, Toy Story 3, True Grit, and Winter's Bone. Like, think about this list. So these are those were all your best picture winners. Yeah. I'm not seeing any of those pop up on, like, any top 50 movies of all time. No. I don't think those so. Those are kind of... That's a shit list. So just from the winners, just the winners only. Just the winners what, only. What's the best movie of the decade? Oof. <laughs> oh, mm. Honestly, my guess, and it's... There's only two that I haven't seen. I'll say Moonlight. I'm going to go with Moonlight. I was gonna, uh, okay. I was going to say 12 Years a Slave. I haven't seen it. And I, maybe it is. <laughs> like, that's how... I'm not impressed by the list at all. The worst one has to be The Artist. Like, get out of here with a silent movie in 2011. It's black and white. Guess what? We have the technology now. Slap some color on it. Go ahead and talk. Feel free to talk. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) That's really bad. Some of the worst nominees, though, are fucking Moneyball, Wolf of Wall Street, I, the I Martian. actually didn't like Wolf of Wall Street. Like, that's one of those movies like, oh, my God, it's so good. Scorsese, DiCaprio. Um, even nah. The Revenant. Like, I, I thought The Revenant was Wait, fine. Oh, that's that should have won. Because that was another movie where an animal had sex with a human. Did, I don't know if that was sex. Yeah, he had sex. I don't think so. He had sex with them. <laughs> or the bear had sex with him. I kind of feel bad for the bear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 That's a Super Troopers reference, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Was there Best sex? With, was there sex with the war horse? No, no. All right. Well, hey, someone's got to ask the questions here. Okay. Well, you're, you're the what one asking Black the questions. Swan? Let's talk about your relationship with BoJack. <laughs> what was Black Swan about? That was. Um, these are all pretty terrible. Like, I don't own any of these movies. I don't want to own any of these movies. Uh, so, I guess. Yeah. I'll I'll take your word for it. I'll say Moonlight is the best movie, the best best picture winner of the 2010s. The worst is The Artist. Fair, fair. And I'm going to tell All you right. this: the next next decade you have coming up, there are some real good movies here, real good movies, and it's going to move a lot quicker. It's going to be a yep. lot snappier because after 2009, we get to a realistic number of nominees. Yes. So, 2009, The Hurt Locker is the winner, uh, beating out Avatar, The Blind Side, District Nine, and Education, and Glorious Bastards. Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire, a serious man, Up, and Up in the Air. I liked That's Up. That's a f- um, ton up, of nominees. But oh my God, is The Hurt Locker a good movie? Hurt Locker's great. I have no problem with Hurt Locker winning. No problem. I loved, loved, loved District 9. I did too. I thought that was one of the best science fiction movies. At that, at that time, yes. it was like... There hadn't been a lot District of good science District 9 pictures. is great. It's awesome. Everybody should go see District 9. And Inglourious Bastards, I love too. Tarantino's never going to win a Best Picture. Mm, no. What about this year? Or he I guess it would be next year. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, if, he, if it's good. You know what's funny, though? Chance. He's so polarizing. Like People either love him or they hate him. They, it's you know, we're sure both true. in the love camp, but he, he yeah. gets a lot of oh, bad Oh, there things. are some on the other side. Yeah. Dude, the blind side? Like, pff, get out of here with that. That's not an Academy Award nominated Michael film. Orr doesn't even like that movie. <laughs> the guy who's about doesn't even like that movie. Like that was just like every once in a while, like a random movie slips in. And then that's why people like, this is another whole thing, but the fact that like comedies for the most part, comic book movies and like uh horror movies are om- almost never. I mean, there's examples of each, but they're almost never nominated. And no. then you're like the blind side. You're like the fucking blind. Side. Oh, um, 
So Black Panther, just to circle back to that real quick before we really move on. Black Panther, I'm happy it's nominated. I'm happy that they are doing that uh, for comic book movies and everything else. But not only was Infinity War better this year, and that's fine, but Logan was way better. Logan's Logan way last better year movie. was an unbelievable movie, and they, sn- they skipped out on that And a lot one. of people said it was snubbed. A lot of people said that that was yeah. the, one of the best movies of the year. It, it for sure was. And you, so can't, the, you cannot tell yeah. me that Logan is not one of the best eight movies of last year. Yeah, oh my God. You cannot say that. Right. Don't say it. I won't. I'm not gonna. God. I'm not gonna. All right, so that's 2009, so we're, we're all in favor of The Hurt Locker. That's yes. a good one. That's fine. 2008, Slumdog Millionaire was your winner, beating out The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Frost Nixon, Milk, and The Reader. So this one, this another one, like kind of a down year. I thought Slumdog Millionaire yeah. was a, great, was a uh, better than average movie. It didn't like yeah. blow me away. Um, truth be told, like this got spoiled for me um, before oh, really? I saw it. Like, well, it, just because everyone was talking about it, you know, so that's yeah. like... I went into it with some preconceived notions and then came out with like, yeah, you know, solid, like B plus, you know? Yeah. But, I would say that too. Like, I think most years that wouldn't win, but there's no, nothing on there that's going to jump up. No. Into, although I've never seen the reader. I don't know what that is. I've seen the other four. So is that the one with like, it was Kate Winslet and I don't know. I, I've n- it was one of those movies. Like I, I read the description yeah, it was. and I have like no Kate interest Winslet. in that. Yeah. My guess is she pops the top. She does. And I think she, um, has uh, a relationship with a younger, younger boy in that movie. I just had Ooh. no desire to see that movie. How young? Uh, like a teenage, like or late teens, early 20s. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like, not like crazy. So he's got lead in his pencil, is oh, what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, but like Benjamin Button, Frost Nixon, and Milk, I so maybe Slumdog was the answer, but I'm not wild about it. Not wild about it, but that's what it is, what it is. One of the worst of the year. Now, 2007, hello, No Country for Old Men wins. Mm-hmm. It beats out Atonement, Juno, Michael Clayton, and There Will Be Blood. I. No Country for Old Men is probably one of my top 20 movies of all time. Yes. See, now we're talking. Now yeah. you're getting to a point where you're like, I, I love this movie. People need to see this movie. It's great. Like, the story's cool. The acting is all Like, the characters are awesome. Mm-hmm. Love Tommy it. Lee the, Jones is incredible in this movie. Tommy Lee Jones, Javier Bardem. Yep. Woody, Josh Brolin is great. Josh Brolin's um, great. Was it, is it Kelly McDonald? Or yes. whatever the well, Yeah. From you Boardwalk know Empire. She's movie great. Too? What? You know what's awesome? No score. If you watch that movie again, you realize like when I say that, because you don't realize it till the end, they play like this like really low song at the end during the credits, but during the movie, there's no music. It's really good. It's really good though. Yeah. I mean, that's got, that's got a case not only to be the best of the decade, but the best of one of the best, best picture yep. winners. 2006, The Departed wins. Which, I read this back. I was very surprised. I forgot yeah. that this was one best picture. The Depatted. The Depatted beat Babel, Letters from Iwo Jima, Little Miss Sunshine, and The Queen. The I Departed. Thought little, I thought I Little Miss Sunshine the, could give it a run. I like that movie. Little Miss too. Sunshine was good. I thought The Departed. I don't mind The Departed, but it, I'm like, it's surprising that it's best. But like the fucking. Okay. You know what let it me, is? Let too? me catch I my think, breath. Yeah, I think let me let me let me stop you there for a second while you catch your breath. Um, yeah. this is a regional thing too. I think people in the Boston area got burned out with this movie. Now, maybe like we just okay, you know, it's like we get it. It's Boston, you know. It's one of those like <laughs> I just people were so excited about it where we're from in New England that it, they were so hyped about it. Yeah, and the first time I saw it, I'm like, dude, that was awesome. And was the good. second time I saw it, I'm like, that's good. Yeah, and now I'm just like. It's fine. Like the departed was 
best picture, but Goodfellas wasn't. That's yeah, that's crazy to me. Like what are we like what are we doing here as a, as a society? Yeah. So that one's fine. Like I don't even hate that it won that year, but it's not one that I look back on and be like stack this up with the best of them. Like this is no no country for old men, for example. No. Uh, two thousand five crash is the winner, beating out Brokeback Mountain, Capote, Good Night and Good Luck, and Munich. Uh, this is one I. This was a surprise winner too, and I liked the was. movie at the time. But this was a real surprise winner. It was a real surprise winner, and people on the back end of this movie were like, kind of hate it. Like if you look up this movie now, like the reaction to the movie now, like people, it's don't really like, this like movie. yeah, it's like a punchline now. People yeah. kind of shit on Crash. Yeah, where it's like I don't know. I mean, Brendan Fraser was in it, so yeah, and Matt had to Dillon be pretty, had to be pretty good. Matt you Dillon was a real racist. Everyone Man, was Matt racist Dillon. in this movie. He was. Well, that, he got it from his father, but, I mean, isn't that always the way? It's so. always the way. That's how you're taught, you know? 2004 Million Dollar Baby is the winner, beating out the Aviator, the uh, Finding Neverland, Ray, and Sideways. This this was by far the best Good. movie of that year. Good. Far, far and away best movie of the year. Yeah. I agree. I like Sideways. Um, what was another one you said? Ray, Finding Neverland. No. Aviator. No. No, so this this is uh, clearly okay. clearly the winner. Clearly, without question. Yep. 2003, it's Lord of the Rings: The Return of the King, and it beats out Lost in Translation, Master and Commander, Mystic River, and Sea Biscuit. See, I like Mystic sea River. Biscuit. I like Mystic River a lot more than I did too. I think this was like kind of like a tip of the hat to Peter Jackson, who had you know he had been all of Finished the Lord of the Rings strong. movies were nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, and this was the last one, so like, fine, just give it to him. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, and it was good. It was a good payoff. It was a good end of the story. But Mystic really Mystic River was awesome. Mystic Speaking River of like, was sweet. This is you know what the Departed wanted to be better was, than the Departed. Yeah, it's better than the Departed. If you want to watch a Boston movie, watch Mystic River. Don't watch the right. Departed. Two thousand two, Chicago is the winner, beating out Gangs of New York, The Hours, The Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, and The Pianist. See, I thought Gangs of New York was better than Chicago. Me too. I would have given it to Gangs of New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2001, A Beautiful Mind wins, beating out Gosford Park in the bedroom, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, and Moulin Rouge. Yeah, this takes it. Beautiful Mind's fine. I'll take that. 2000, also um, Chaboy, Russell Crowe, mm-hmm. Gladiator. Hell yeah. With this takes movie. down Chocolate, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Penis, Aaron Brockovich, and Traffic. Um, I really like so That's the thing. This was a tough this was tough because I really like traffic. Aaron Brockovich was really good, but fuck, it was Gladiator awesome. Gladiator was awesome. Um, not, right. you know, I have to say it. You know, I can't help. I can't help myself. Well, go no, hey, that's why you're here. Historically, I have some issues with it. Took some liberties. Took some liberties, but great movie. And one Ryan, of the best, one of the most yeah. quotable lines of any movie ever. After slaughtering dozens of people, yes, are you not entertained? And I you think know. Kenny Main said that once after like a Ken Griffey home run or something, and I laughed for like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody did something, and that was one of his highlights that he said on Sports Center. Oh, and, and then it, it, perfect. The best use of it was uh, the Black Album, Jay Z's Black Album. It's like the first thing you hear. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. pretty strong. Awesome. Pretty strong. So Ryan, ten Best Picture winners of those ten movies. What's the best? What's the worst? Okay, the I would say my best movie is No Country for Old Men. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I would say Gladiator and maybe Hurt Locker are up there. They're up there. Say, 
Yeah, I would say, yep, yeah, I'm with you. No Country Road Men's the best. Uh, the million, worst. Don't sleep on Million Dollar Baby either. Um, no. Worst, I'm going to go with Chicago. Chicago. Yep, we're in agreement. Mm-hmm. And I would also say, so just to, to follow up again, No Country for Old Men is better than the best movie from the 10s, which is probably Moonlight. Yeah, any any movie. Yeah. Mm, I would say any most of those movies are better than any that's true. Better That's than winner. Yeah. The 2000s better than 2010s yeah. for movies. Let's see how the 90s stack up. Uh, let's see. 1999, American Beauty wins, beats yep. out The Cider House Rules, The Green Mile, The Insider, and The Sixth Sense. I think American Beauty is one of those ones that, like, at the time, people were like, oh, my God, like, look at this, like, look at this message and, yeah. like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think over time, it's not as good. Over time, um, I, God, I love The Green Mile. I love that movie. Green Mile is good. Dude, mm-hmm. Sixth Sense is good. Don't sleep on the Sixth Sense. Yeah, but like, it doesn't age as well. You know, what's... Uh, Ryan, um, he was dead the whole time. I know, but you know what else? Okay. American Beauty is now like... We don't, we're not going to talk uh, about that movie. Persona yeah. non grata. You know? Shake a Spear in Love wins in 1998. Beats out Elizabeth. Life is beautiful. Saving Private Ryan and the Thin Red Line. See, this is some bullshit. This That's a real surprise. Yeah. That's a... Sup- and and was Saving Private Ryan on the board too. It's like what Saving Private Ryan? What was the other one? You, what were the other nominees? The Thin Red Line, Elizabeth, and Life is Beautiful. Life is Beautiful was incredible. Yeah, incredible. Shakespeare and Love. Piss get out off. of here with Shakespeare. You know, and who, Love. you know who won an Oscar for that? Is one of the producers who Harvey, Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. Yeah. Nineteen ninety seven. Titanic is the winner. It beats out as good as it gets. The Full Monty, Goodwill Hunting, L.A. Confidential. I feel like L.A. Confidential I mean, should have won this one, but dude, Goodwill Hunting. I enjoyed, and I'm going to say this right now. Um, since, You're a big fan of the, the Full la- Monty. No, I did actually really like that movie. Um, but uh, since since the last time I brought this movie, this movie was brought up on the podcast. I have seen Titanic. Oh, that's right. I forgot you hadn't seen it. It's not good. Not that it's good. not good. That and then when George on Seinfeld, that old lady, she's just a liar. <laughs> she's just a liar. <laughs> Um, you know, it, it could be just like I, I had a bad attitude, which is probably the case. Which is why I don't like most things is I have a bad attitude going. Nah, it sucks. It's it's really not that great. It's not that great. But people were so crazy about this movie, and now now you know, twenty years removed, I still don't understand why. Well, <laughs> speaking of being crazy for that movie, nineteen ninety six, The English Patient, <sighs> and speaking of Seinfeld, speaking of Seinfeld, uh, it beat out Fargo, which and is, Jerry Maguire, Secrets and Lies, and Shine. But which is Fargo, crazy. How do you beat? Like, that's another Coen Brothers movie. That's one of my favorite movies. I love Fargo. Fargo's incredible. Fargo's awesome. How does the English right. pace, the most boring movie in the world? I don't know. I don't know. I'm upset. I'm upset know. with that one. That one but upset that's me. A cl- that's a classic, and I feel like the 2010s have kind of gone back to, like, these are the movies that we as the Academy approve oh of. But, like, the thing is, is, like, I think, I think what pissed me off the most about that, too, is I think the Coen Brothers won, like, best screenplay and, like, best directors, but didn't win best picture. Probably that makes sense. And Frances McDormand won Best Actress, which is yeah, which is crazy yeah. to me. Yeah, and that movie didn't win. Fuck that. No, fuck the English. Nineteen ninety five, Braveheart beat out Apollo thirteen, Babe, The Postman, and Sense and Sensibility. Okay, fine, fine. Nineteen ninety four, you get some more bullshit. Forrest Gump beats out Four Weddings and a Funeral, Quiz Show. Okay, but it also beats out Pulp Fiction and The Shawshank Redemption, which is that's the. What are we doing? What are we doing here? Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. I'm not even going to hate on it because... It's a good movie. A lot of people have done that since. Tom Hanks is great in it. It's a cool story. It's a good movie. I saw it when I was 10. You know, I think my family went and we saw it. It was good. Good movie. But 
Pulp Fiction and Shawshank Redemption, Both, to me, are two yeah. of the all-time great movies ever. Like, you could yeah. stack those two up with any movie ever. You're not talking about four. Like, someone's like, you want to watch The Godfather or Forrest Gump? You're like, what? Yeah. You're not teaching classes on Forrest Gump. The Shawshank Redemption is widely regarded as one of the best (laughs) movies ever made, and it didn't win Best Picture. That is a travesty. That's a piece of poop. Piece of crap. 1993, Schindler's List wins, beats out The Fugitive, In the Name of the Father, The Piano, and The Remains of the Day. As it should have. That was an excellent movie. Fine. Absolutely, absolutely should have won. Mm -hmm. 1992, Unforgiven. My favorite Western movie of all time. Oh, is it really? Yes. I like Tombstone. All right. <laughs> Unforgiven well, actually, Logan is my favorite Western. Oh, yeah. Unforgiven is up there. Uh, but this beats out The Crying Game, A Few Good Men, Howard's End, and Scent of a Woman. No, How- Unforgiven deserved that. Absolutely. Hoo-ah. 1991, The Silence of the Lambs, so yeah. a rare horror movie, beats out, look at this group, Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. Bugsy, JFK, and The Prince of Tides. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs is one of the best movies ever, too. It is. And I think... Anthony Hopkins won Best Supporting Actor. Being on screen, it was was it like twelve minutes? No, I don't even think it was a supporting. I think it was he, he won, won Best, Best Actor, actor. and yeah. he was on screen for like twelve yeah. minutes. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, but that he did uh, he nailed that twelve minutes. No small parts, he hit, right? He, he hit it. He hit yeah. it. Nineteen ninety Dances with Wolves is the winner, beating out Awakenings, Ghost. Remember, probably because <laughs> of the uh, the clay yeah, pot scene. That's a little too suggestive. The Godfather Part 3. Which was a dump. That movie was a dump. Goodfellas. Goodfellas should have won. There's a lot wrong uh, you know, with this. No, time one, out, time, Goodf- I take that Goodfellas back. losing. No, Goodfellas should have won. And Godfather Part 3 should have been no, should have been nominated for a Razzie. Godfather yeah. 3 sucked. Um, I would say the first two hours of Goodfellas should have won. The last, like, 45 minutes is bad. Oh, when you, well, yeah, but it's still better than Dance with Wolves. Dance like, with Wolves is a good movie. Because you could make a, you could make, it is a good movie, but you could make a list of like the 10 best movies, like favorite slash best, which to me, they kind of very much blend together. But Pulp Fiction, Shawshank Redemption, and Goodfellas would all be on there. Yeah. And not Forrest Gump, not Dances with Wolves. Do you want, okay, so speaking of, so Kevin Costner had a good run. No, it was, uh. And, you know, coming up, but my buddy in college used to have this test where he, he would ask a girl a question and he to decide whether or not she was too young to talk to at a bar. And yeah. he, he would ask the girl who Kevin Costner was. If she could he answer, the, she was old enough. If she could not answer, hey, she was too young. He was the guy that almost ruined Cal Ripken's streak. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he certainly was. Um, Didn't you like see. beat him up? Didn't Cal Ripken kick his ass? Now, so this is this is how the old story goes: is, is that Kevin Cal Ripken, Ka- yeah. he was having the consecutive game streak play going on, and and he hadn't yet passed Lou Gehrig's streak, but he was on his way to doing it. It was like the biggest deal in Baltimore, and if you're like our age or older, you remember. If you're younger, you probably don't. But it was like a big deal. It was a huge deal. That Cal Ripken was going to surpass. It was like twenty one thousand or twenty one hundred something games, and there was one game, and he called and he said he wasn't going to make it, and they're like, and apparently he caught Kevin Costner. Stupid. sleeping banging his wife yeah that's the that's the old theory and then because what happened was if you trace it back there was a time where the orioles postponed a game and they said like their lights didn't work yes it was like some something shady like with the ballpark and they they postponed the game and then straight so out, the of story out of that it really was yeah it really was and so the story was surprisingly that enough people it was, it was kevin costner <laughs> and didn't like that I, game I like he played like the first three innings and they pulled him 
I don't remember. It was like something like that. Like it was to make it an official start, like he had to play like three innings. Oh, ma- yeah. Or something, something like, that. like that. And then after that, really they pulled weird. him and he like left. He went home. So good. Awesome. So if that best, story's not true, it is now. I love that it story. Better, it better be true. Yeah. Uh, of the movies in the 90s, I feel like the 90s movies are really strong, but mm-hmm. the 90s winners are not necessarily that strong. Yep. I think to me, The Silence of the Lambs is the best 90s best Fargo. picture winner. Fargo is the best movie of the 90s. Okay, but that's we're what talking about just, just winners? Fargo. Okay, you're no. not understanding the exercise. I'm going to give it to Unforgiven. Unforgiven, <laughs> is, the, Unforgiven okay. is the best movie of the 90s for me. What is the worst of the 90s? Shakespeare in Love. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely Shakespeare in Love. Or English Patient. Or English Patient. I hate, like, I could see why people, like, boring people like the English Patient. Yeah. But Jesus Christ, I, I could not get through that movie. Let's just rip through just the winners alone, unless there's like a, a nominee that you really want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Just the winners alone from the 80s. So going from 89 down to 80 is Driving Miss Daisy, Rain Man, The Last Emperor, Platoon, Out of Africa, Amadeus, Terms of Endearment, Gandhi, Chariots of Fire, and Ordinary People. Mm-hmm. The best to me is Platoon, yep. and that actually happens to be my favorite war movie of all time. Platoon's awesome. Incredible. Platoon movie. is incredible. Yep. The worst one? Now, I haven't seen all of these. See, now we're getting into a, an area where I haven't seen them all. Yeah. So I really couldn't even speak on what's the worst one. So I so I've Rain Man is probably my favorite of these movies. Platoon again. Yep. That Jesus, you gotta Platoon's you gotta be in a mood to watch insane. that. Right. Um, Rain Man's an awesome movie. Um, yeah. I would say my dad sat me and my brother down to watch The Last Emperor. Oh, okay. And Jesus, is that movie long? So I, I have a. The, it's good, but. That might be your. Not, your in terms of endearment, I have no use for that movie. So. Fair right. enough. Bye. All right. This rapid fire here in the 70s. This might be the last one we do. Yeah. Can pick and choose. 70s. Uh, Kramer versus. From 79 to 70. Kramer versus Kramer. The Deer Hunter. Annie Hall. Rocky. One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. Godfather Part 2. The Sting. Godfather. French Connection. Patton. Godfather Part 2 is the, one of the best movies ever made. There I it. I prefer yeah, Godfather are. Part 2 over The Godfather. And you're in the majority. I prefer Godfather 1 better because I love Sonny. I'm a big James Conn fan. Mm-hmm. I think he's the best character of both series. I do, however, love Robert De Niro as a young Vito in the second one. So those are two of the greatest movies, as we know, of all time. So I think it's either one of those two. I also enjoyed the hell out of One Floor of the... Well, enjoyed. I thought One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest was very good. The Sting is incredible. Uh, French Connection, yeah. Patton, those movies, like all these movies are awesome. Rocky's incredible. Um, Rocky's the one great. movie the that deer, I have, the Deer Hunter is fucking long. Deer, yeah, and that's that movie. Woo. Um, weird movie. That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, Kramer versus Kramer, a movie about you know child custody and divorce. I believe. No yeah. thanks. With uh, was it um, that little fellow there? Kramer versus Kramer wasn't that with Dustin, Dustin Hoffman? Hoffman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I was thinking of. And Meryl Streep's in that too. Yeah, Meryl no, Streep's in like every one of these. She was in Deer Hunter. She's in Kramer versus yeah. Kramer. She's in all of these. Give me Godfather movies. Part Two any day. Yep, fair enough. And then you know all the time the ones from before that we'll we'll do another time, but yep. probably not. Uh, Ryan, that's a that's a pretty good list right there. Those are the movies. Uh, of course, Ryan will be uh, twitching uh, this Sunday. Uh, but before we uh, say goodbye, Ryan, let's get to the pick of the podcast. Get it. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the Kick, receive, defer, or you may defend a goal. Uh, I will defer to this week. Uh, okay, I will receive then. This is, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. I think I watched it just after we did last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Did you, have you seen on Netflix, Abducted in Plain Sight? No, no. And uh, my it wife watched is, it. 
Yeah. Insane. And she explained the whole story to me. Like, I was like, what's it about? Expecting like a five second. Oh, it's about like a, you know, a kid who gets kidnapped. Right. I had to tell, I had to tell my wife about it cause she didn't watch it, but then she was like, all right, stop talking to me about it. Well, that's I'm like, the thing I, I was need to my talk wife. about it with somebody. The people, the people who I've asked my wife about it and I've asked other people what they thought about it and they go into like, they basically tell me the whole story. I'm like, well, now yeah, I don't have to watch it. Because it's like, it's so, oh my God. It's like one of those ones where I don't even think you can oversell it about like how crazy it is. But it's also, when I say that it is super disturbing. Like, it, oh yeah. Cause it's not just. I mean, it's the worst kind of person in the world. It's a pedophile. Like, that's what the main thing is about. I don't want to give anything else away. But, like, just go in knowing that, like, it is just so sick. And, like, someone like you who has two daughters, I don't even know how you could watch something like this. Well, that's like the thing. She's like, you, you know have I mean? to watch it because you have two daughters. I'm like, no, I'm not going to watch it because I, I do. Like, that's doesn't I was going to say, I, I would lean more towards that thinking than the other way. Yeah, like, I, I don't, <laughs> that's why I don't want to watch this movie or this yeah, documentary like, or whatever. Holy smokes. But now the one thing about it is... It's not like a multiple part series. It's not like making a murder. It's it's ninety minutes. It's one the thing, whole thing. Boom. You're in and out yep. ninety minutes. Sit down. So I watched it and I'm just like, this is crazy. And, and I then, appreciate so that. I uh, texted uh, our our hashtag Dork Attorney, my sister in law Nicole. Sure. She likes all these true crime things. I go, have you seen this yet? She's like, no. And then she started watching it. And she started watching it like almost right away. And she's texting me. There's like. Early on, there's like one thing where you say, what the fuck? And so she texts me about that. And I'm like, that, I'm like, you have not even begun. I go, <laughs> it's one of those ones like, you're going to say what the fuck 20 to 25 times while you're watching it. And you're like, there's no way this is true. Like the old, oh, uh, the truth is stranger than fiction. That's what we're talking about with yeah, this kind of shit. We're in like, that. It's insane. It's insane. All right. Anyway, so anyway. that's abducted in plain sight. So what now do I don't have to watch it because, again, you've explained the whole thing to me. Um, I have not. You don't even know. Or you don't know even know, and that's exactly what my wife, you don't know. You don't even know. <laughs> you don't. You don't know. You don't even know. It's <laughs> like, wow. It was just, oh, boy. So go ahead. What a ride. So go ahead. No, I think I'm good. I don't want to spoil it for people no, who I want you to ask me, you know, what my pick of the pot is. I want you to like, I want to talk now. Oh, boy. Ryan, do you have anything that you'd like to discuss? <laughs> um, I started watching Umbrella Academy, which was a comic book series. Uh, it's on Netflix now. So it's, it was a comic book series written by Gerard Way, who the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. And it deals with a – think of like the X-Men. If the X-Men were an incredibly dysfunctional family. Okay. Um, these, all these kids are born on the same day. They all have different superpowers. They're adopted by this eccentric billionaire. There's a huge family falling out. They come back. The father dies, and there's there's all uh, a intrigue and mystery afoot. So I watched the first two episodes. Really good. Um, worth a watch if you're into like right. comic books and superpowers and all that stuff. Uh, the other thing I watched on Netflix was the new Ray Romano comedy special. Uh, right oh, here. Yeah, how was that? It's pretty good. So the the idea is he does. It's it all happens in real time, and he does two quick comedy sets at both comedy sellers. So the camera okay. follows him. He walks down to the comedy cellar, says hello, asks the people to get on. They get him on. He does a quick set. The camera follows him out, and he walks around the corner a block to the other comedy cellar and does another comedy set. Oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, so the, the people's reaction to him is, like, super real because, you know, in those places, you know, comedy comedians can just show up randomly and, like, work up material. And he hasn't done stand-up in forever, no. right? So it was, like, a complete surprise to everyone in the audience. So you get that, like, natural reaction. The comedy's decent. You know, it's nice. like that kind of like poor me schlub kind of stuff that he does. Like no one likes me kind of thing. Yeah, right. Which is fine. Um, it's Ray yeah. Romano that you would expect, but it's all Go new material. It. So 
Um, All right. Check those things out. They're good. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out ahead of this. I have not read it yet, but I'm dying to pick it up. But the uh, collected edition of Mr. Miracle is out by oh, really? Tom King. Oh. And apparently this is like the best comic book of 2018. And it's yeah. all together. So you don't have to get the single editions. I haven't read it at all. Um, but I am really – I'm going to get it either this month or, or hopefully soon or sooner than that. Uh, but Mr. Miracle is out. I think it just got released maybe late last week. Nice. So that is that. Ryan, next week is going to be a very exciting week because oh, we so are going excited. to be talking about True Detective Season 3. You all caught up? I am. Holy so we, I'm seven episodes. There's just one to get. It's an eight-episode run. If you haven't watched it, you probably have time. It's all on HBO On Demand right now or HBO Go. It's great. And we mentioned we we're talking about Mahershala Ali, or actually we we're talking about um, Moonlight before. He's awesome. How about Steven Dorff out of left field, coming out of nowhere? Steven Dorff. I would not have expected him to be this. Like, he's awesome in yes. this. He's really, he's really good. The story's crazy though, and the, the times that they're jumping around. Um, there there's a, a lot to get. There to. was a bit of a reveal. There was a bit of a connection yeah. between the other series this uh, this episode, yep. which was all I, like, I saw. I was like, started hitting the couch. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you know, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I mean, it was. It is. It is really a nice, nice bounce back from season two of True Absolutely. Detective. Really, really good stuff. So I can't wait to see how it ends. Because I think, wouldn't you say season one, as great as it was, some people were kind of let down by the finale? By the end, yeah. So hopefully this end is that we get a, because there's going to be some sort of gut punch coming. Do you think it has a chance right now, not knowing, so obviously there's no mm-hmm. spoiler, do you think it has a chance to be better than season one? Yes. Yeah, I think depending on how they wrap it up, it does. And I think. There's also a chance where it's not. Like, it, it's right on par right now. Yeah. And if. I would say in season one, if anyone else is playing McConaughey's part, it's not anywhere near as good. Like, yeah, that. he was, he's really been the star of the whole series, the whole three seasons. Yeah. It's crazy. Incredible. Like he gets woven into these things. Like all the, the yeah, that one, they got to bring him back though. Was oh yeah. Rust, I, I hope Rust so. Cole or something like that. What was that? I figured his name was. Rust. Yeah. yeah. Anything. Have they even announced the season four? Probably not. Probably yet. not. Hey, um, also, let, we should not forget to mention, Ryan, that we have a live show coming up. We do? April the 7th. Hey. So hopefully you can save the date. April 7th at Idle Hands, we're going to be previewing Avengers Endgame. Sure are. So come on down. We've gotten some questions. It is uh, free to enter. Uh, so come on down. Show up. Buy some beers. Hang out. Listen to a podcast. We're going to start around 3, but those guys are obviously open all afternoon. Uh, it should be a nice time. I would never say something on this, on this podcast that isn't true. Um, that as I see it, um, yeah. I do not drink beer. Yeah. But I drink idle hands beer. <laughs> like that's like, I'm not, I'm not, that's not like a, they're very good to us and they, they hook us up. But like, I, I'm not supposed to drink beer because of dietary restrictions and I will drink their hilarious. beer cause it's really good. Cause it's, cause it's that delicious. Yeah. And they have something for everybody. They always have over like a dozen beers on tap and it's, you know, whether it's IPAs or sours or just lagers or different German stuff, like they have, they have everything. So go on down. Uh, it's in Malden. Hopefully we'll see you there on April 7th. You of course can rate review and subscribe on the iTunes, uh, or anywhere else you get your podcast. We're on Twitter at dork podcast. You can, uh, check us out on YouTube as well. YouTube.com slash dork podcast. You can email us 
at any time, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. You can watch Ryan play video games or commentate on the Oscars. Is yeah. that right, Ryan? Yeah, absolutely. At D on any and all social media, Twitter, Twitch, um, Instagram. I think I'm D 6 on 3 on Instagram. But other than that, um, nice. holla at me. Um, I have a better response time than Richard, especially for negative press. That's true. So, yeah. That's you come true. at me, I'm going to come right back at you. <laughs> Post haste. That's right. He's like a fucking rattlesnake, yeah. this guy. Yeah. Don't All right, Ryan. I would uh I would uh, I would say another perfect episode. Oh, we nailed it, didn't we? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.